It's time for Bunker of Truth podcast again. Should call it Bunker of Lies, because everything here is made of propaganda. But it's time for podcast, so you listen now. Welcome to the Bunker of Truth, a weekly podcast where we discuss the totally real alien invasion, the government conspiracies that are covering it up, and the hottest trends in secret bunker decorating. I'm leading the Southern Army. Uh, my secret code name changes every week. I didn't have time to come up with a secret code name this week, so uh, mm. you can just call me Colonel. Colonel. It's kind of okay. like Prince or Cher. I'll Next just week, go it's with it's going to be just a sign, isn't it? <laughs> I'll just be a C. That's right. <laughs> It'll be good. The other dulcet tones you hear there uh, is the uh, general of the Northern Army, and that is General Northside. Welcome, sir. How was your week? Uh, well, a little rough. I've uh, been under the weather, fighting off the alien flu. Oh, do, do you have that alien uh, virus? I know it's the alien flu. I uh, went out. I did my own shopping for once. I was followed. I knew I was being followed. Once I got to the store, I walked by me and went, <clears throat> and next thing you know, I've got the plague. Oh, man. That's super spreader. That, that, that's, that's horrible. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Well, as you can hear in the background, the uh, construction is still going on. It continues. I have not heard from Mark in quite some time. He's my contractor. He promised he was going to have this bunker done. Um, But I'll tell you what, we got some rain last week, and I didn't see that. This is the first day the construction guys have been back. Why? Because, oh, we got to let it dry out for every every day of rain. It's got to dry for seven days or whatever it is. I mean, they always have an excuse for not working. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Yeah. Even though, even though the, these weep screeds, which I still don't know what they are, but they're in. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be stopping the rain, but they still okay. use it as an excuse for, uh, for not working. So, <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I would love to invite people down to the Just Gravy restaurant portion of Just Gravy. At some point, I think I'm just going to start making the gravy in my house. Then you know, I can, it to the restaurant? I can throw it on the quad, in the back of the quad, yeah. and... and just drive it down to the bunker. I mean, it won't be as hot as if it was being made right there, but um, hmm. I don't know. Should, well, maybe should. you can get some of those warmers like they do in other places. I don't know. I'm I'm running out of money, Jim. There's. Well, I was just going to ask you if you had the arms and the legs still, because last I knew, you paid your contractor. Yeah, I, I paid him. You haven't heard from him since. Well, the, the workers and are here. They're working. They are working. Yes, they are. But have you actually seen progress? Or you just hear the clanging of the hammers and the banging of the saws? Well, know. well, okay. So they, they got a wall up over there, right? That's good. It, it was a great wall. Well, then they had to tear the wall down because they told me they put it in the wrong spot. And then they took the wall apart. But when they took it apart to make it the right size to fit in the right spot, they uh, destroyed some of the lumber. So then... I had to go out and buy them some more lumber to remake the wall. Uh, so, I mean, they're, they're moving along. They're moving along. Ay, 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 ay. It's getting there. I, I just wish, um, I don't know, we got that email a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. about the, uh, the barrel-aged gravy. Right. Remember barrel-aged that? And, yes, I do. And I've, I've been doing that. Um, I, I took Marty's got these these barrels that he ages some of his moonshine in. Of course, sure. and so I went and took a couple of them that he has, you know, isn't using right this second, and I'm using them to barrel age my gravy. And uh, it's only been a couple of weeks, but I got to tell you, when mm-hmm. I'm when I'm sampling it, ooh, doggy, that's that's some good gravy right there. So our listener was onto something. Yeah, I think barrel aged gravy might be the future. It actually does sound really good to me, in all honesty. I mean, it does sound tasty. And moonshine has previously been made in these barrels, so the gravy's getting kind of that, uh, you know, that that flavor infused mm. into it. And now I wonder something. Now I wonder if we take the gravy barrels and he uses them for moonshine again, whether he'll get some of the gravy notes in the moonshine. Now, that might be the only way to pair your gravy with the moonshine. So, I don't know if that's going to happen, though, because I got to tell you, it's, it's, you remember Joe? 
Sure. You remember when Joe was on? I do. Yeah, well, Joe's moved in. What? Yeah. Yeah, remember the whole deal was that Joe was going to move in and we were going to, like, force Marty out and Joe was going to make the moonshine? Right, with the northern recipe. The, yeah, well, the, the upper Tennessee recipe. Right, and, right. Um, it didn't really happen. Joe and Marty got together, they started drinking, and now they just hang out together. So you've now... So now I've got two two people squatting in the bunker. Two squatters. Huh. And, uh... Yeah, I, I. How are you feeding these people? <laughs> a lot of gravy. <laughs> a lot of gravy. I, uh, Ooh, uh, yeah, be, you know, you know, there, there, there is right. Uh, Joe, Joe. Hey, come I'm on right over, over here. here. Right over here. Yeah, right over here. I'm coming. Hey, yeah. I'm bringing your bucket back. Um, thank you for all that gravy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I didn't exactly give it to you. You just kind of took it. But <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Uh, so, so, Joe, welcome, I, I, I guess, you know. Well, hey, it, thank it, you for letting me move in and all. I mean, uh, you know, Marty and I have just been, uh, working and, uh, you know, sleeping and, you know, but I, I do have some bad news and good news for oh, you. Oh, oh, well, okay. What, what's the bad news? Well, yeah. uh, the bad news is Jody, uh, Jody Bell, my wife, right. uh, we, 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 we're split. We're, we're get we're divorced actually. Right, we broke right, up. yeah. yeah I, I remember uh, that from last time. But yeah. it's finalized now. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but the good news is I'm getting married again. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> yeah, I already found a woman, um, wonderful woman. Her name's Ringda Patel. Oh, that, that's a... Yeah, and uh, yeah, so um, I met her. She's an Indian woman. I mean, not Native American, but she's from India. India. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was um, I was on the internet looking for some good meat, you know, like uh, some good top sirloin, and uh-huh. I went to Indiana. I thought I was going to Indiana Meats. Oh, because right. they got good. They got good. Uh, uh, good beef up there in Indiana. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard I, of that. Somehow I had tapped an Indiana meat, India meat. dot com. Oh, <laughs> so like you went to a dating site. Right, and that's where I met this Indian woman from India, named uh, Ringda. Uh huh. And, and so we kind of been, you know, kind of getting along, Aaron. So uh, that's why I want to come over and talk to you, Colonel. Um. I think I'm having the wedding here. It's going to be a traditional Indian wedding. Uh, father, family, all going to fly in and uh, going to do the wedding ceremony and the reception here. So um, uh, okay, okay. So, so Joe, let me ask you this: Have you been sure. talking to the the construction crew over here? Well, yeah, because uh, sometimes I'm trying to sleep and I, uh-huh. and I need that sound of the hammers and the and the drilling to help put me to sleep. And I have right. to tell the fellas to kind of kick it up a bit. But, yeah, I talked to them, the good, okay. good fellas. Yeah. No, well, I'm, that, I, that explains a lot because I, I know I never told uh, Mark the contractor to build the the trellis over there with the ivy and the white flowers and stuff. That's right. That was my so idea. So that was for the wedding is, is what you That's you're, right. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's been really helpful. We've been working with the – we have a wedding planner – um, of course, she doesn't speak no English, but she is like crazy pointing at things, and and Mark just understands what she is talking about, and 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 you know I really appreciate you going the extra mile there, Colonel, putting all those doodads in, and and that 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 thing of having the uh, with the eight arms, that lady with the eight arms, and the elephant <laughs> thing you're gonna have put up over there, made out of uh, out of uh, plaster plaster of Paris. Yeah, that's gonna look yeah. amazing. See, I don't, I don't recall actually uh, telling the guys to do that though. So I mean, oh, they, they just kind of added in. They, <laughs> they call it like a, um, well, they they call it like an ad list or something, uh, and and they just add it to the bill. So oh yeah, no, they're definitely adding it to the bill. I've, I've been seeing that come through. I just, I'm, I'm just kind of wondering what, what made you think that the, the wedding could happen here while we're under construction we're trying to get the restaurant open well i just thought it'd be like a grand opening for the restaurant you know like hey come on in let's uh you know watch a wedding and uh then we're like open to the public huh yeah uh, 
I could see that happening. That might mm-hmm. actually not be a bad thing. I don't, huh. I mean, because remember that one time I said, maybe you need a marketer, and I offered to do the job, and you were like, let me think on that. I just <laughs> yeah, figured yeah. since I, I hadn't heard from you, I was hired as the, uh, as the <laughs> oh, marketer <okay. laughs> for Just Gravy. Huh. I haven't yeah. had business cards made up. Here, here oh, they are. You see oh, that? Oh, wow. Look at that. Gravy <laughs> marketer. Yeah. I, I, I printed them in Helvetica. I learned how to do uh, printing myself, and uh, I did Helvetica. And here, well, this one is in Courier Ives. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> you do all these by hand, huh? Oh, yeah. Why, oh, yeah. Why is this one, uh, you know, this one, this one right here, this one is in Comic Sans. It, it's supposed to be kind of like a comic book. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, this one it is. Um, if you look on the back, I haven't signed that one because I'm gonna get it certified as as an original business card. <laughs> I, I didn't know you could do <laughs> such a thing. But... Well, it's kind of like one of them. Uh, what what are those like NPSs or uh, um, uh, you know where you have where where you just put those uh, look, people buy them on the internet. Okay, yeah, sure. NP- NPSs, Jim, anything? Not a clue. Okay. Non-fungible uh, tokens or something like that. NFTs. Ah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's... Jim, you're so smart. You you definitely know these things so well. Uh, but yeah, I NFTs. Just... Yeah, this could be... It's like this, but it's the paper version. Oh, oh okay. Huh. So... Huh. You know, it, it sounds like you've been talking to, to Mark a little bit. I mean, oh, you, sure. you, you, you've got sort of the, the same mindset of if I don't say no, then it must be yes kind of thing going. Well, yeah, that's how that's how things is done, I believe, in a professional setting like in our relationship, huh. uh, Colonel, which is very professional, by the way. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm sure it is. I don't Joe. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what what happened? What happened to, to getting Marty out? I mean, that getting cranky old Marty out of the bunker—that was—that was the whole point. I like hanging out with you. You're fun to hang out with. You don't but, remember talking about that? Don't but, when. But Marty is out. He—he's just—he's visiting now. He's visiting me. So he doesn't live here anymore. No he doesn't but, get but mail he's, here. He's still sleeping here. Yeah, because he's visiting. <laughs> He well, is. But that means I still have to deal with him. He's cranky. He's old and cranky. He's always complaining. He's well, always giving the construction workers moonshine. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, but that's a friendly kind of thing. I mean, is is he doing it during business hours? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but he's but he does have a three jug minimum. I mean, maximum. <laughs> Minimum and maximum. So basically, you're going to drink three jugs, whether you like it or not kind of thing? Correct. It's a three-jug three uh, entrance fee to get onto the property. Yeah, Jim, I'm uh, sorry. What? I, I'm just, I, I cannot see them doing too much construction after three jugs of moonshine. Mm. I know I sat down with Jason, excuse me, the colonel, one time, and I had like a quarter of a jug of moonshine just a little itty bitty bunch of moonshine if there's no way i could i could get up to use the restroom let alone function yeah but you know there, there's some some of them boys have uh they've been they, they've been working hard and and they come from a long line of uh people who know about moonshine so it takes a lot to really kind of screw them up you know uh, uh, well, let me ask you this, Joe. Uh, sure. So, so he's giving the construction workers three jugs and saying, right. "Here, you're going to drink the three jugs." Yet, sure. yet when he was squatting in my bunker, he was only giving me a quart and a half a week. Ooh. Well, why, why didn't I get three jugs? Well, it's because to- we've increased capacity. See, that's part of economics there. I wouldn't expect you to know this, Colonel. What you want to do <laughs> is create a need and then increase your capacity. It's kind of like a, um, it, it goes like in a graph that goes from low all the way up to high. Kind of like <laughs> a dinosaur head. <laughs> okay, I, I, I get the graph. I, I'm wondering, I mean, can, can I start getting three jugs? 
If you're doing construction, you can. Oh. <laughs> what? But it's my bunker. They're doing construction in my bunker. I, there ought to be a little something, well, something for that. I, I think I'm, I'm sure like two quarts, uh, something like that would be appropriate for a manager level person <laughs> like yourself. I mean, but, it's not like you're sweating out the alcohol or nothing. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. I'm, I'm trying not to sweat too much. All right. Well, well, let's get to the the whole reason for the business cards, though. You said mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you were going to take over marketing of Just Gravy. Right, because I what, need what? to show in, in my, my lovely new bride-to-be, Ringda, that I got a job. Right. So what have you done for the marketing well, I did secure a, a great um, wedding ceremony that's going to be appearing right here at Just Gravy in about mm, four months. Okay, okay. Um, and? Uh, I did get a, um, the night before the wedding, they have a, 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 a practice and we're going to get that dinner, too. Oh, okay, two. Okay. And then um, I'm going to count separate the wedding ceremony and then the uh, reception. So that's three. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I guess that's all. How about anything outside of the wedding? Have, have we managed to increase the billboards, get some radio ad- advertising, any, anything that's going to draw people in? Beyond the wedding. What I'm trying to do is um, a thing where you have a lot of bus tours come through and they come on like they watch like a floor show or a a singer or a tap dancer or maybe one of them Irish clog dancers or something. And I was thinking of having that. So sort of like your own like Branson, Missouri kind of thing. Uh huh. Uh huh. So um, and so what I started is I, I went out and bought a bus. Oh, oh, and it's and, a school bus, right? And how how did you pay for that, Joe? Uh, well, I, I charged it to the bunker, uh, just and just gravy. <laughs> and, yeah, I figured. But, okay, but you know, I mean, the good thing is there's like a lot of stuff on the floor and around the bus that's not necessary, like seats. Okay, we don't need those. Everybody can stand up. We're gonna sell those to make money, the money back, to buy, pay for the bus. A bunch of old bus seats you're gonna sell to pay for the. Okay, well. Yeah. And then maybe, and then the other thing is, a lot of them buses they have like four tires in the back on each side. Right. I'm gonna sell one on each side, so you only need one. Oh, so so instead of dualies, we're just gonna go with the singles back there. Right. Right. Good, so good. that should get me close to like a. Like maybe like forty dollars. And how much did we pay for the bus? Uh, well, it was used. Uh huh. Good. Good. So I did get a good price on it. Uh, three thousand seven hundred eighty-three dollars. <laughs> so, so we got a little bit to make up yet. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. And once we get an engine for the bus. <laughs> We should be fine. I, I was pricing some engines, and they, they're about a couple grand. So the bus doesn't have an engine? Hmm. No, um, but you know what? I, I figure it's sort of a work in progress. Okay, sure. sure. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, you know what? Let, let's get off the, the gravy thing. Mark, sure. I, I, got, I got to tell you, it, it's just, it's stressing me out. Between between Mark and, and, and this whole restaurant thing, it, it's... It's just, uh, it's a lot of stress, and I just need to take a deep breath, let the guys build what they're going to build, and, mm-hmm. uh, and... Y- let, just so it's functionable. Uh, it'll be, it'll be. Uh-huh. Maybe. So, let's talk a little bit about your, your bride. You know, yeah. Yeah, you haven't, you haven't yeah. mentioned... Ringda. Talk- Ringda, yeah, Rinda, that's yeah, right. She's a- Ringda Patel. Her dad's in that Bollywood stuff, you know? And so oh, like the movies that. and stuff. Oh yeah, he's he's uh, he's in the movies over there. He's like an executive producer or something like that. I don't know, kind of like behind the scenes or whatever. So she's gonna come over. He, she's gonna move over. He's gonna live with me and Marty, and um, we're gonna you know she you know she's gonna take my last name. So now it's gonna be Mister and Mrs. Joe and Ring the Bell. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. Ring the bell. I, I like that. It, it's yeah, kind of catchy. Yeah, I thought so too. Oh wait, I just got that. <laughs> I didn't even realize until I said the first time. Wow. Um, uh, so, so you met online. Yeah, we uh, met online. She, oh. she is a fast typist. I will tell you, that is what I found. That was the first thing that attracted me to her. But, but she types fast. Yeah, she's a very type, type fast, very fast typist. Uh, very like, sexy. like how fast? I mean, what? Oh, it's sexy. Well, I, yeah. Well, I think that she's been timed at like a hundred and thirty-seven words a wow, minute. Wow, that is fast. That's yeah, moving. And, and 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 like a. A nary a not a spelling error. Huh. And and, and English is her second language. Sometimes, I mean, she, Sanskrit's her first one. Uh, do, do you speak Sanskrit? Oh, no. Oh, no. That's why, that's why we use Google Translator at first. But she picked up on English real fast. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, are, are we sure she's a real person? Have you, have you spoken to her in person? Well, we do a lot of uh, Zoom talking and sometimes uh-huh. Microsoft Teams. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, so you've seen her. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen. I have seen her. Yes. Because my my fear is is with all this uh, AI. You know, maybe someone's trying to pull a fast one on you. Catfishing you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I I haven't seen her in person yet. I so, mean, I've seen her, but not like 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 you know like like we're like together. You know. Right. Yeah, right. So I mean, mm-hmm. when um, when's she coming over here? Uh, well, the wedding's in four months. So I'd say like four months from now. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's gonna be she she gets off the plane and you're just gonna marry her and that's that. Yeah. No yeah. test run. No, no, we're, we're traditional kind of folk, you know. That, 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 that's pretty interesting. I I don't know. It it makes me a little nervous for you though, Joe. I mean. You know, you, you had some issues with your first wife. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. now the way you guys are putting it to me, it does seem kind of odd, though, don't it? Well, it seems very odd. I mean, I, I, yeah, see, I don't I want mean, you to get hurt. I also no, don't want exactly. another person living in my bunker, but I don't want you to get hurt. <laughs> That's right. Does, does she count as another person living in the bunker, too? Because she's married to me. Well, yeah, because <laughs> she's a person, right? So, I mean, that would be another person. That's an extra. Yeah. You know, more than one, more than two. See, I thought you, it was like, you know, like when you go on an airplane, you get your two bags for free. Like you get like, so you get to put them in overhead. Like I thought you'd get naturally two people. Like, so I got, I got Marty. That's my plus one. And then <laughs> I got my, my soon to be wife, Ringda. That'll be my spouse. So I got my plus one and my spouse. Huh. Yeah. So I thought. I, see, I always was, thought the plus ones were the spouses. That That's kind of what I got usually. out of it. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it, it's all them rules now. I mean, I just used to show up with everybody and we'd all live in one place. I mean, you got so much room in this bunker, Colonel. I mean, I just thought, you know. There's so much room you you would want to. I mean, that living room is like humongous. Well, it it, it is humongous, but it you know <laughs> we we can talk about this, Joe. I mean, the the important thing is we have to get Marty out, right? I mean, oh, you're I, saying I, he's by out. By your definition, of out, you mean physically leaving the location. <laughs> well, yeah. the The whole point of not wanting him here is because he yells at me and is always picking on me, and he's just old and cranky. And so, mm-hmm. the fact that maybe he's not getting his mail here, but he's still around all the time, yelling at me, sort of doesn't serve the purpose of of having him out. What if I just had him yell at Mark the contractor instead? <laughs> Is that a possibility? I don't know. I, I'll be honest with you. He does sort of love yelling at you. Hey, he does love yelling at me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, hate I, I think it's more of a hobby for him now. To be honest I, with you. I, look, see. I can see that. Mark, I would, I would love for someone to, to yell at Mark. I'd love for you to yell at Mark, Joe. You gotta I'd see love, Mark first. I'd love for Jim to yell at. I'd love for anybody. <laughs> I'd I'd love to be able to grow a big enough backbone to yell at Mark, but mm. uh, he's he's got his wily ways about him, and uh, 
I don't know. I, I just don't. Yep. So, I mean, if we can get Marty to yell at Mark and actually get some stuff done. See, at this point, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping my restaurant gets done. But if you're planning mm-hmm. a wedding here in four months, <laughs> I've, keep your fingers crossed on that is what I'm saying. So you're offering me another job. I, I got to talk to you about a salary then. If you want me to also yell at uh, Marty, and tell Marty to yell at Mark, that would be supervisor. Um, along with my job duties I already have as marketing director that just gravy. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about compensation there, Colonel, because huh. I am so, woefully underpaid so, doing a, these jobs. A, a place to live is not, not good enough, then. Well, that was if I was just making you moonshine. Now that I'm marketing, which I was throwing in for free because these friends, <laughs> but now I'm going to be doing supervisor work. <laughs> and and sounds like project managing, too, from what I can see. Uh-huh, I'll be project uh-huh. manager and then... Um, do you have a concierge for for the restaurant? Uh, for the workers coming in and out. <laughs> oh, no. I, 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 I didn't know I needed one. Is that well, actually a thing? It, it well, let me job. put it this way. No, I do not have a concierge well, for you're the. Need uh, that too. I mean, there's a lot to do here. I might have to hire Marty to do some of this. <laughs> no, no, let's not hire Marty. To, the the point is to get rid of Marty. Remember. He's too important now. I have too many things on my on this job to get rid of Marty. He's he is gonna have to actually as a matter of fact, I'm gonna have to hire a couple other fellas now. Well, you know, um, do you have workers' compensation there, Colonel? Are you uh, covered by workers' compensation? Well, no, that that's that's Mark's job. I haven't worried I don't have any employees yet. because uh, the restaurant well, isn't open. Technically, Marty and I are employees. And since you got two or more employees under Tennessee law, that requires you to have workers' compensation. I'd be happy to show you some insurance that I'd be like to uh, sell you. It's called um, it's called Joe Bell Insurance uh, Brokerage. We have full range. Uh, uh, you can have general liability, workers' compensation, and and even some for your boat. Wait, you wait a, a minute, right? jo- jo- Jody. No, I don't. Jody, Jody Bell Insurance, your ex-wife? No, well, she got it in the divorce. Oh. So, um, so, so why, until are you tr- st- why are you trying to help her out then if she's your ex-wife? Because she's paying me, um, uh, she's paying me uh, alimony. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. so um, I'm going to be getting some, kick- I mean, it's a kickback. Colonel, you understand kickback, right? I mean, you got contractors here. Even, <laughs> I'm sure you got a lot of kickbacks going on. Why do you make me spell these things out for you, Colonel? <laughs> I'm just trying. It's my money, Joe. I'm just trying to to, well, to get to the bottom. Well, if I of had it. my way, you would have no money left. <laughs> 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 apparently, <laughs> apparently, Mark feels the same way, and uh, right. well, Marty, Marty probably feels the same way. Yeah, and then okay, so now that um, Jody Bell, so we we'll get we we'll get you insurance, we we'll get you all lined up, all the insurance you need, uh, and that way uh-huh. you don't even need a word about the the government uh, government men coming by anymore. I wasn't worried about the guy. It's a secret bunker. He flies below the radar of the government, so I haven't been worried about it. Now now that you're talking about the government coming in, now I'm starting to worry about it. I'm, I'm, I'm having second thoughts here, Joe. I, I don't know if this is a good uh, situation. I, I, I think you should have thought of that before you bought general liability insurance and workers' comp insurance. I think, I, I think it's too late now. I think what? you let you done let the cat out of the bag. Well, I I didn't know I did buy those. You know, I, like, I I'm just trying to help. You know, and I'm sorry, but being your um being your um supervisor here, I have to make sure we we pass the mustard both state and federal law. Are now, you sure? Are you related to Mark at all? Because <laughs> well, I mean, I can't say we're we're not related, but uh, I do know that Jody. And Mark's sister is cousins. So, in other words, yes. Yeah, yes. I mean, there would be some relegation of that, absolutely. 
Okay. Yeah, see that that explains so much. It, it's a uh-huh. it's in the family thing. All right. So so wait, what 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 insurance did I buy? Wait, you how did I general- buy it? I I don't remember signing anything. How did I buy well, it? I have your e signature. Oh. You know, it's uh, it's a smiley face. It says Colonel <laughs> with a little smiley face and the O. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like my signature, all right. So, um, yeah, well, you bought general liability insurance. Right. You bought workers' compensation, and you uh-huh. bought insurance for your boat. <laughs> but but I, I don't have a boat. Well, if you want, Jody's sister also has a marina that uh-huh. sells boats. Okay. Well, I, I I don't really need a boat though. It, it's I don't have that much water. You know, I got that little stream down there. But then why but, would you buy insurance? That's right. <laughs> and it's better to have and not need than need and not have. That's why what? you need a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's better to have a boat and not need a boat than to not have a boat but need a boat? Is that uh, what you're saying? I think that's in the Bible. I believe that's uh, <laughs> under the part about Noah. <laughs> I have to say I agree with him on that point right there. You know. Oh, Jim, no. Noah didn't have a boat. He'd be in trouble. That's okay, right. probably. Jim, he you're probably supposed to insurance. Jim, you're the one who's like the only guy who's been on my side through this whole thing. Don't tell me you're like jumping over to that side now i'm not it's just <laughs> but you're telling me to buy a boat that i don't need just because i have the boat insurance now i need well, a boat to get the you have the insurance might as well not go to waste well you got the you got the truck with the hookup and the trailer so why the heck wouldn't you get the boat well because you need water for a boat yeah but Water, you can find anywhere. I find it in my sink. I find it in a. I find it anywhere. Water's the easiest part of having a boat. The hardest part's the insurance. So I already got the hard part out of the way. Yeah, exactly. So there is nothing standing between you and a nice 60 foot boat. 60 foot? 60 foot? That's a huge boat. What kind of kick? Okay, you know what? Let's take a quick break and. We'll, we'll, I, I just need to clear my head for a minute. I, I need some moonshine. We're on Jason's 60-foot boat. <laughs> I, I need some moonshine. We'll be back in a minute. Learning a new language can be difficult. Japanese, Spanish, German, they all have their challenges. But nothing is more challenging than trying to learn the language from our alien visitors on Earth. Relaxian is particularly challenging. But thanks to Gabel, alien languages can now be unlocked in just 15 minutes a day. With Gabel, learning Verlaxian is so easy, even a teenager can learn it. Oh, you see, that was wonderful. And no, dear, I have never seen Rick and Morty. You're welcome, dear. With Gabble, no age is too young to start learning. This ten-year-old just started Gabble last week, and listen to him now. Oh, 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 kids say the darndest things, don't they? Learn all of the important Verlaxian phrases, like... I don't think I would taste very good. Or... No, I don't think I will soften up in a stew. And the most important one of all. I believe my neighbor is home and he looks particularly appetizing this evening. Gabble is on sale now. Call for all the details. And as the Verlaxians like to say... And welcome back to the Bunker of Truth, where we try to uh, let you know all about the alien invasion that's going on and why you need to live in a secret bunker. However, uh, apparently uh, this episode, not so much aliens, a little more wedding planning, apparently. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it is going to be really intensive, Colonel. You know, uh, I am expecting uh, just on the grooms, on on the bride side, uh, about 400. A four just on the bride side. Yeah, I mean, I believe um, from what I talked to uh, Mr. Patel, he said that uh, 
that's a considered like a small wedding in India, and they're like three day event too so i got a lot of planning to do we got a lot of things that got going on and you know it's and it's my understanding i got to get a band that knows how to play both country western and indian songs too so i gotta Mm. find that where where the heck are you gonna find a band like that in tennessee well uh you know i'm gonna start on indiana meets that was (laughs) worked so well for me last time and finding ring that i figure maybe that that'll help me find uh a band that plays indian and country western huh okay well um again you're paying for all this right uh yeah i mean i mean i figure you know i gotta work a budget which i'll i'll show to you um but i'm gonna work up a budget and then uh see what you know what maybe can be cut and, you know, going to make some tough decisions with you, Colonel. Going to make some tough decisions. <laughs> I don't think they're so tough. I mean, uh, apparently I'm I'm paying for the engine on a bus that I paid for. And 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 now I'm paying for designing a wedding in my restaurant of the bunker. So, I mean, it I sounds I, like with 400 guests, it's a good thing you've got a bus to get them from the airport <laughs> to the bunker. That's right. We're going to have going to be a lot of return trips, too. So probably going to have to get a Hemi on that bus. Uh, are we sure we don't want to leave the seats in just for safety of getting them back You know what? I think the way, as I understand mass tra- transit in India, I think it might be just more comfortable and there'll be something more used to driving with something without seats. In. <laughs> driving without seats. Okay, well. Interesting. All right, so that's the bride side. How many people are you expecting, Joe? Uh, well, my mama, right, Marty, uh, um, Mark, and his fellas. Because <laughs> we're inviting them to the wedding. <laughs> well, I, I don't see why not. I mean, they're here every day. I mean, um, yeah. So maybe you know what? Maybe we'll only charge them half price. <laughs> and then um, probably Jody. <laughs> your ex-wife, sister. you're going to invite your ex-wife to your... Yeah, because she got to bring the kids. <laughs> oh. And then... Um, I, I never knew you had kids. How many kids you got, Joe? Well, they're not my kids. They're her kids. <laughs> so why, <laughs> wait, why do they got to come to them? Well, because I was like a father to them for the time we was married. Okay. How long, how long were you married to Jody? About ooh, six, seven months. So that was a lot of bonding time for them kids. Yeah, close quick, huh? Well, you know, it was my first marriage. So mm-hmm. I didn't quite know what I was getting into. How mm. how old the kids? Uh, 22 and 24. <laughs> so they're years old, not months. So they're impressionable. <laughs> An impressionable still. <laughs> yeah. Twenty-two. They're they're still young then. So we're we're talking about the kids and plus ones because they probably got girlfriends or even wives oh, at this point. Yes. Yeah, they 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 have they have uh, significant others. Right. Yes. Um. So we'll probably have them and then probably just some selected people I'll meet between now and then too. Because uh, you know. That's the thing. I'm kind of a. I'm. I become more social now since I moved down here to to Middle Tennessee from from Upper Northern Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm, well. I'm a lot more social now, so I've been making friends left and right, and so I better leave enough space for like maybe another fifty or seventy-five people. So I'm thinking almost <laughs> five hundred people gonna be coming to this way. Wow, that's a. Uh... I don't. Is, is the restaurant huh? portion big enough for five hundred people? That's well, a lot of people. I'm gonna probably build some tents. I'm gonna. I'm fixing on capturing a lot of squirrels and having my mom make like a big squirrel tent out of tent, like leather tent out of a squirrel hides. She'd done <laughs> the same thing for our house back in uh, northern Tennessee. So I was thinking she could do the same thing, but on a bigger scale. Maybe we'll just like fatten up them, uh, uh, them squirrels. You know, like like that that like they did in that in that movie, um, uh, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> and then uh, put lotion on them, and then 
kind of get them all greased up and then get, make them real big, and then you got to make a big tent. It puts the, the squirrel on the tent. That's <laughs> true. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Then, yes, yeah, so now I got to work on the band. I got to work on the, the the wedding reception. I mean, there is so much to do, and I haven't even rented my sari yet. Is that what it's called? So I got to get me some Indian clothing. Oh, so you're, you're doing this in a traditional Indian, like, oh. Correct, correct. So that's why it's going to be a three-day wedding. <laughs> Okay. Huh. <laughs> so uh, everybody's so been where, told to bring sleeping bags. Well, I was just going to ask, where are 500 people going to sleep over a three-day wedding? That's Well, we're going to be selling some of the spots in your house at premium <laughs> prices. <laughs> we're going to, and this was my suggestion as your marketing person, as well as your con, your personal concierge, Colonel, I was figuring we'd open an Airbnb in your house for the event. Uh, you know what? <laughs> this may go hand in hand with the bunker B and B that. Uh, that's, that's true. true. Yeah, bunker B and B. We were talking about that with John last week. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, huh? Maybe maybe we could start the bunker B and B part of the. I don't know. Five hundred people. That's a lot of people, though. Well, the one thing is, we'll be able to do a background search on most of them. So we won't really, and, and, and the government will have done the rest because you can't get into America unless they do the search on you. You know, so I won't uh, worry about them. What? I'm not worried about that. It's just the space. That 500 oh, people space is a lot is of space. Well, a lot of them, you know, a lot of people are, you know what? I mean, as long as there's like no ticks or anything, I think they can be outside. I, I don't <laughs> think that'll be a problem with you know, snakes or ticks are a problem, but not well, people. We we do happen to have both around here. You you haven't noticed the ticks? They're they're not quite the size of the spiders, but you know we we've, we've got some ticks. How they're would healthy. I know what a tick looks like? Uh, well, it it's sort of like a it's a bug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's uh, a lot of bugs around here. Yeah. Where, so, where would I find bug. them? Uh, crawling around on your skin. That's right. <laughs> Oh, you mean you mean them little fellas that that I've been using to like clean out my wounds and stuff? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you're supposed to use leeches to clean out your wounds. Oh. The ticks, the ticks are different. Tick, ticks are not good. You don't want to do the ticks. Oh, okay. Well, then. Because the ticks leeches. will lead to like bad things. I mean, have have you been getting any muscle aches or joint pain or anything like that? Nothing that a good uh, shot of, you know, moonshine won't cure. Yeah. Yeah, you probably mm-hmm. have Lyme disease at this point, so. <laughs> Is that Lyme with an L-I-M-E? Should I look that up on Google? You can look that right up on Google. You might want to go see a doctor there, Joe. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll go check that out because I have been kind of tired lately. Yeah. And, um, and, and I also have been kind of restless. Mm. Well, that's different. I don't know what would cause that. Hmm. Too much moonshine, probably. My guess. Well, I'll, I'll go get checked up because that's a good idea, Colonel. Um, I better better make sure I'm a okay because I do not want Miss Arinda Bell to be a widow. Yeah, no, that would be bad. And when you go, uh, how about I'm just throwing this out there as an option, but how about you pay for it yourself? Just, okay. just a thought. Just a thought. So He does have uh, company insurance now, doesn't he? Well, right. I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, that came with your... Uh, you got one of them HSAs now. Thank you, or Jim. just gravy. Thank you that's, so much, Jim. You know Jim. what? I'm just going to... My card isn't in yet, so I'm going to call your human resource person, which you need to hire, by the way, Colonel, so that right. I can get my, my health card. Uh, Jim, you want to be my human resources why not? You you could be the whole HR department. It's all I'm you. the whole HR department. All right. So, uh, Joe, give General <laughs> Northside a call and uh, we'll work things out. And okay. So, uh, I'll give you a call then at your 1 800 number. You do yes. have an 800 number, don't you? Well, soon. I'm okay, assuming well, I will have. You want me to help you set that up? Because <laughs> I, I, I can, we can set that why up for your 1 800 number there. We can set that up for you. And then I'll call you about the HR. And then, you know what? I, I also, since you're head of HR, 
I'd like to lodge a complaint against the colonel, but I guess we should uh, do that in private. Wait, 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 wait. What, what, what kind of complaint? What have I done? Well, this all, is the problem. All HR complaints are 100% anonymous. I'm sorry. All right, we won't tell anybody where it came from. What's the problem, Joe? Well, the problem is there is too many cooks and not and uh, too many, you know, too many, too many cooks, not enough people actually doing the work here. You know what I mean? Okay. You got your right. supervisor, you got a project manager. You know, you, you don't. You need employees, Colonel. You need some employee. <laughs> and now I'd like to apply for the position of employee. <laughs> You're already the supervisor and the project manager, so now you want to be the the employee, the, employee. the general laborer, too? Well, I'm just saying, that's what I find is the whole problem with your business. <laughs> I was looking at, you know, I was doing a whole strategic uh, rundown of your business, uh-huh, and a breakdown, uh-huh. and and uh, Colonel Northside and I were talking about this, and we we think that uh, that's the whole problem. You're, you're, too, you're too lateral. You got to be more vertical. Oh, is that the problem? <laughs> huh, okay. And since well, you are the project manager, don't you have the power to hire and fire? Well, the, the problem is uh, that uh, the colonel uh, does have final say, but... Ah, um, uh, yes, that's, that's important, I do I have his e-signature, so I can... I can yeah, just to prove it. Yeah, I'll just to prove I, that. I don't know where the final say came from, because I don't remember hiring you in the first place, but <laughs> you, you just work it out with my HR manager there and... Uh, Okay, I, I, you know what? I have, I, I have every, I have every belief that this will be worked out to a, um, an appropriate resolution uh, for all parties involved. Um, by the way, I, I did hear some talk, and this is me as your project manager and supervisor, that the employee <laughs> wants to unionize. <laughs> so I, I think there might be a vote coming up. <laughs> about uh, unionization so right yeah well you know tennessee is a right to work state <laughs> right it is it, it definitely yeah. is so i just want to make you aware of that uh-huh okay uh <laughs> good to know that. uh again you can deal with my hr manager on that one he'll 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 jim take care of that <laughs> No problem at all. Where's that e sign thing? We just, yeah, just stamp I'll the email check. that to you. It's a yeah, just stamp the check. Just, yeah, just, that's just, fine. Just cr- crush out the unions, Jim. We don't need them. We don't need them. <laughs> you don't need a union to get your rights in Tennessee. There's the employees have rights too. <laughs> <laughs> it's one 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 employee though. That's well. He still has rights. <laughs> Are you saying because I'm one employee, I don't have rights, I got to have two employees? I just cost you another employee. Are are you going to hire yourself twice? Is that how it's going to go? Well, just let me say, I'm going to be investigating the the possibilities. I have never been in, I have never seen such a, just an act of pure, aggressive, (laughs) anti-labor. I, I apologize there, Joe. You know, we have such a good relationship outside of work. Just kicking back and drinking the moonshine. I, this whole work thing is just, it's gotten completely out of hand. That's why thats why my HR manager is going to be the one you deal with from now on. Because you and I, we, we got a great relationship. Well, that is true. It never makes business with pleasure. Exactly. That's right. Well, my, my my grandma was a prostitute. She used to say the same thing at the bordello. <laughs> Sounds like a smart woman there. She certainly was. All right. So you're going to get with Jim, my HR manager. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're going to get this, this all worked all out. Square it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> union or no union. Doesn't, doesn't have to be a union. I'm just saying, you know, that they're... There's options there. And and by the way, before I go, I just want to show to tell you that our movie, uh, we're going to have a movie showing this week. It's going to be called Norma Ray. What, wait, a <laughs> movie? Yeah, we're, we have a movie for the fellas. It's going to be Norma Ray, so I, looking forward to that. Okay. You know what? Get with my project supervisor on that one, Joe, because... 
Just again, I'm just not. I'm gonna wash my hands of it all. Uh, you know, I I feel life is so much lighter now. I've just washed my hands of it all, Jim. <laughs> oh, your wife's gonna kill you. I got Joe to deal with. I got Joe to deal with Mark. I got you to deal with Joe. I got Joe yeah. to deal with himself as the supervisor between the project manager. I'm, I'm, my hands are clean. You know what? I'm gonna go back up to the house and just hang out there. I think. Probably your safest bet at this point. Cheapest <laughs> uh, bet, also. Oh, <laughs> uh, should we get to? Uh, sh- should we get to some Florida man stories? You think? I'm ready. Positively, Joe. You remember the Florida man stories? Oh, of course. Uh, the, the yeah, proof, I love the Florida man stories. Proof that aliens exist. Uh, Florida man is is. I mean, it's documented. One point seven percent of Florida residents are aliens, and. Uh, mm-hmm. I will start off with this one. A homeless man from Florida has been accused of, uh, well, he's been charged with six felony charges, including human trafficking. What? Now, he, he pled guilty on Thursday, last Thursday, in Ventura County, and they basically he was arrested and he was accused of bringing victims from Florida to California and forcing the victims to engage in um, certain acts we'll say mm. uh, using violence and psychological coercion and stuff like that now that's what they're accusing him of but mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you read between the lines of this story mm-hmm. uh, i mean read the read the headline homeless florida man charged with human trafficking that right there tells you a this guy's an alien b of course He's kidnapping humans and shipping them off planet so that they can be experimented on and, you know, probed and stuff like that um, for the alien. So there's the human trafficking. And mm. then when they caught him, they had to come up with some story. Oh, he's taking them from Florida to California and making them do all the oh that yes. stuff you see what mm-hmm. i'm saying i so do this it, is one yeah. of those you kind of got to read between the lines on the story and uh, once again nowhere in the story does it say that they performed the search for a tentacle um so yeah we, so we don't even know well we, we, we know we do we know we exactly know. But, but uh yeah. you know when you read the yeah. news story the the propaganda that they're putting out doesn't they they didn't do the uh, the tentacle search to see if he was an alien, which of course he's an alien. Uh, he's part of the 1.7%. And, and when, when they were saying the acts, were they, they like described like it was it within the ring the bell thing, or was it like the plate with its spin on a stick? Uh, or maybe the dog that rides a bicycle? Or maybe uh, maybe jump through a flaming hoop or something, because that to me kind of sounds interesting. Like, what kind of acts are we seeing here? Is it going to be like a song and dance? You know what? I think you could take anything that you just described as a metaphor, and it would completely <laughs> match up to exactly what he was doing. Ring of fire, spin on the stick, <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, that's. That's exactly what he was doing there, Joe. I love watching Ed Sullivan on the reruns. And when they have the guy that does jingle bells with the with the bells. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I love oh, that. Sure. Or like when he does a song with the cups where they do like they, they do it on the rim <laughs> and it makes them get out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was hoping maybe you'd say it was one of them because I love to watch that. I think yeah, that, no, I, I think that's we're, the kind we're, of acts I like to watch. We're, we're, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're talking about some other acts, but sadly, yes, I'm metaphorically speaking, it, yes, it could yes. be some of those. So, what you got there, Jim? I think we're getting close. I think we're getting really, oh, really, really close. The aliens are getting nervous, and I've got proof of that. Okay, what the you got? The authorities in Florida decided to test their mobile emergency alert system. Now, it wasn't supposed to go out to everyone. It was only supposed to go out to certain people that were in the know. But at 4.45 a.m., millions of people in Florida got an emergency wake-up call that said this is a test, only a test of the emergency alert system. No action is required yet. So... Like I said, later on, the government apologized, said they admitted they botched it. It wasn't supposed to go out to that many people on the phones. It was only supposed to play on the TVs 
I'm using the air quotes there because we know. Now, there's a politician that stepped forth. He said that they're going to stop the Wake Act. In other words, this bans tests from happening between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. Again, I just think it's a sham. They're getting nervous, and they want to be able to alert everyone when the action actually happens. When we finally get our army together, or our cult, whatever comes first, and we finally decide to confront them, they're getting prepared. We're getting close, and they know it. Huh. That very interesting. What was the Who time of that again? They weren't going to be... 4.45 a.m. Only time the aliens are up. We're all in bed. Think about That's it. That's exactly it. That is mm-hmm. exactly the time when everybody needs to be awake. Because that is prime time alien attack time. Exactly. Right early in the morning like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And what they're doing, I think, is they're alerting the aliens to say, attack now. And we'll all be asleep. We won't even know. Right. We'll be sound asleep. So you think the government, I thought you were saying that the government was going to be there like to warn people like, oop, the aliens are coming. But now you're saying that the government oh, no. is, is, that's an alert for the aliens. Is that's what for you're the saying. aliens. Yes. Attack. Because we're all going to be asleep at 445 in the morning. And that little signal is going to go out to the populace of your 1.7%. Then all of a sudden it's going to be 90%. Interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. See, I think that's really important. That's why we've got to get this cult started. Soon. Cult slash army. Sooner than Soon. later. Do you need yeah. a supervisor or a project <laughs> manager for that cult? That doesn't seem like you ever mentioned that you had anybody, maybe director of marketing. I, I'm I'm still working on all of that, Joe. I'm, maybe we can chat. Maybe Progress we can is chat. slow. Yeah, it's. It's one of those. It's it's going about as quick as it was for me to raise an army to, to fight the aliens. Because yes. I have my idea, a couple ideas for like um, membership clubs and uh, maybe like decals that we could give out or like maybe like pins. I got some ideas I'd like to yeah, run by well, you, Colonel. That, that sounds more club-like and less cult-like, but yeah, well, we need dedicated members. You know, I mean, it's going to have a little bit of club to it. like Not like the Mickey Mouse Club, but more like um, a The Club. You know, it's going to be like kind of happening. In, in The Club, yeah, all right. And then, but then you, you're going to have like cult, but not like the band, the cult. More like, like, um, like more, less like that one that was out in L.A. with the, with the, with the meteor or the comet or whatever, not like that, because yeah, I don't want to no. wear no matching tennis shoes and stuff. Right? Um, no, I'm, I'm looking for a friendly cult, happy cult. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, so I got some ideas I'd like to run by you, and, and I think you're gonna find that you're gonna need a lot of employees <laughs> and managers. <laughs> Uh, well, we we can chat about that. I, I don't know exactly all the behind the workings of a cult yet. I, I haven't done enough research, but I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> well, you know what? I've got to learn to have a backbone and say yes, and say no. Don't take that as a yes. But I'm not going to do it now because I I have no backbone yet. No. But, I'm going to look by the time, by the time. Well, we do need a supervisor. That's true. (laughs) By the time Mark, Mark comes back next time he shows up here, I am going to have a backbone. Mark my words, General Joe, you're going to see a new man backbone tough. It's going to happen. Well, I I hope so. (laughs) Otherwise, you're going to be broke here in two weeks, three at the most. I'm, I'm already broke. Wait, everybody's spending my money. I just bought a bus without an engine. That's right. I don't know but why you'd be able to get buying the... a bus when you need a boat. Well, he's got to have someone to move his 500 guests around. That's right. That's good, good investment. But they're not yeah. my guests. I don't need a boat, and I didn't buy the bus. It just came out of my account for some reason. So technically you bought a bus. Again, um, your backbone, you're going to see it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Joe, go grab some moonshine. We'll go watch some TV or something and hang out. Well, I appreciate that, Colonel. You take care now. You too, uh, Car- uh, General. Thank you. I appreciate your time, Joe. <laughs> Jim, you got some work to do on the HR side. Uh, yes. I, the text messages are already coming in. <laughs> 
<laughs> already. He's been off the yeah, show. Yeah, he's up to three employees. He's, he's been off the for, show for 30 seconds. Yeah, he's he's asking for handbooks. And since I don't have any printed up, he's offered his printing services for it. You know, he's, he's already got the guidelines set. He just asked for my approval. But since he's got my signature also, they've already been approved. Well, good. Yeah, again, well, no, I, not good because it used to be just moonshine. Now he's got in the contracts that a beer has to be distributed at least once a day. Okay, so we're well, gonna get. I mean, we got lots of moonshine, but now he wants beer too. I mean, um, and guess what? According to my signature, I've already approved this. <laughs> <laughs> I think Marty knows how to make some beer too. So <laughs> let's hope for the best. We'll, we'll, we'll go moonshine and craft brewery. How about that? Right. <laughs> Jim, I'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Okay, propaganda is over. You go back to real life now. Colonel Jack Sparrow was played by Jason Crum. General Northside was played by Jim Smith. Joe Bell was played by Francis Valtteri. Francis is a member of the well-suited improv group located in Valparaiso, Indiana. You can find out more about Francis and all of his work in the episode description. Bunker of Truth Podcast is produced by Jim Smith and Jason Crum, edited by Jason Crum. I see you next week with another totally fake podcast.